got a lot of uh, sharks out there trying to take a bite of something. What's hot? A lot of chameleons out there trying to change up anytime something new comes along. Yup. Oh. Everybody wants a bite. Don't happen overnight. So you want to be a rock superstar and live large, big house, five cars, you're in charge. Coming up in the world, don't trust nobody. Got a look over your shoulder constantly. I remember the days when I was a young kid. Ah. Hello, everybody. Remember us? Yeah. It's your good friends. Welcome to another episode of the Rump Chat. Sorry, we've been a little bit busy with a thing called life. Yeah. Um, we, you, it's been a struggle, everybody. Uh, we really were trying to figure out how to record. Uh, we paid this money for this really good system of uh, for. Uh, recording uh, remotely to try and figure out because we're not together all the time, obviously. And um, I mean, I spent lots of times on a conference call with a guy from London to try and get this right. And, Do the voice. And the guy, the guy's I, voice. I have the worst British accent. And he's like, "Oh, this is Kevin." <laughs> oh yes. Well, what you want to do is go to your file patterns. I see I end up coming I think like it was, Australian. I think it sounded pretty good. Yeah, well, anyway. So, uh, yeah, and, and then Rump goes and gets his computer. So, for the first time in this 38-year-old man's life. Very first computer. He gets his very first computer. So, let's welcome Rumford into the 21st century. However, I did not just go out and get a computer, for the record, okay? You and Ferg got online. And chose the computer of choice. You then text me the link of where to buy this computer. So I got a MacBook, which yeah. is a um, it's a lot like an iPad, but it's got the the thing the with the numbers and the keypad the keypad connected to it. Like I, you, <laughs> I I don't know. And you know what? I feel like I've been failed. The public uh, education system. Of Fairfield Middle School and High School has failed me. Well, nowadays... I don't know. Yeah, nowadays, I mean, the kids in elementary get iPads or computers. It's insane. And like, the I can pretty much operate a lot of the computer because on the MacBook, there is, like, it's like an iPad, but it's a computer. Um, but all the stuff that you guys know how to do, I don't. Like, I've never been a computer guy. Like, Bronk Rumford didn't go, hey, we're going to buy a computer. Like, we, my dad's got a typewriter still. Oh, dude. Do you remember those? Do you remember? Did, so you guys never had a computer at all in no. your house? No. My mom, my mom got a computer when I was, like, a junior in high school. Yeah. But it was very basic. And yeah. I never liked computers because when I was in middle school, my teacher, Mrs. O'Neill, she was, like, the meanest teacher ever. And she would, like try to make us learn the letters the where they were like quirt uiope and she would put a piece of paper over our hands and want us to type sentences like yeah. i like dogs i like cats it's typing and, class yeah typing class and i told her i told her this in 1996 i said i don't need to learn this stupid shit because <laughs> technology is going to come along and i'll be able to talk to a computer and we'll write it down and you know what she did she laughed at me she laughed at me. And guess what? I got an app on that new computer 
where I can talk into that microphone and write shit down. So, <laughs> Mrs. O'Neill, I know you're not listening, but if you are, shit's weak. Well, I win. Well, I got a computer. I remember when we first got our everybody like our age, like it was a huge deal. I remember it was Christmas, and we got home uh, from school, and the day you get out, so you're already just like jacked up. I think I was in sixth, maybe seventh grade, not quite sure. And and you're already jacked up because you're out of school and you're you know Christmas break and it's Christmas and and we pull in and. Uh, there was a computer van out there, oh, and the guy was supposed to take his his magnets off. Van. And mom put a blanket up in the back corner in the basement where we were going to put it, so she wouldn't see. Like we had no idea, but we kind of knew. But and it had this fishing game on it, and it was like the biggest thing ever because the only other video game we ever played really on the computer was Oregon Trail. Oh no! Uh, where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Oh my God! And Oregon Trail, when it's like, hey, you broke a wagon wheel and got syphilis and died. Like, but so was yours like the big family computer? Oh where yeah, it was like had the, the huge size modem, um, and had the you know the big screen, and it was yeah the 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 monitor was like eighty six pounds. Yeah, but it didn't matter. It was huge. It was absolutely huge. And I remember. I started printing off pictures and so I, I used like an ink cartridge in like an afternoon. And those ink my mom was so mad because those ink cartridges back then were like six hundred and fifty four dollars, <laughs> you know. And it, what <laughs> pictures were you printing off? Um, it, <laughs> that's yeah, a funny thing. What? Do you remember Kathy Ireland? Oh, the supermodel. Yeah. She was in the one of the Wayne's World ones. Yeah, and it was there's a Bud Light like she was a Bud Light model, whatever. Kathy Ireland and Pam Anderson. Showing. Yeah, because I wanted to put them on the inside of my locker at school. Because I was so cool. <laughs> that is the worst story ever. But I, I think, though, in our demographic of listeners, a lot of people can remember the first computer at the Rumford House. We didn't have that. We didn't have... A print cartridge. The dial-up. I do remember AOL online, like where they'd send you a CD oh, man. in the mail. Big time. You've got mail. And it was like, the first time um, that I was on somebody that had internet, Cody McGee, his parents had internet. And um, <laughs> it was huge. And it was like, oh, my God. This is life-changing. Like Nobody could... And at Fairfield High School, there was only one computer in the corner that had uh, internet. And you had to, like, sign up to be on it. Really? Yeah. And so they didn't really teach me anything. Yeah. And so that's why I'm I'm 38. I got my first computer and don't know shit. We had we had computer class, you know, and... Coral had draw. To, I remember Word, coral had to draw. do Word and Excel, and you had to do typing and all that. We had to we we had that, you know, but it was um, and and then see you never got to live through the awesomeness of uh you know old Hotmail dot com, which was you know which is email address yeah. whatever Hotmail. Um, I had and a then, Hotmail. Yeah, but um, and then it was uh, Messenger. The hot right. or it was it wasn't was it Hotmail Messenger? I think it was Hotmail Messenger, yeah, where you would, you know, you could chat, and it was so, it was so big, like, you would be up, like, we had the parking lot. We always hung out in the, in the old high school 
parking lot was our gathering spot, right? And so you would you would leave all your friends up there, go home, get on the computer, and then still chat. And I remember chatting with chicks, you know, yeah, from I other towns, which yeah. is huge. It was, it was. Sure, you did, Hambo. I did. I did. Shut up. But they were so hot too. They were. Dude, but chicks from Abbeville, Abbeville, Kansas, you couldn't get internet. Think about it. Like, so there wasn't an opportunity, be, because like I think if we're all honest, and this is rump chat where we tell the truth, I think every young boy can remember the first time. When you could type boobs into a Google search, <laughs> like yeah, I was printing off pictures of Kathy Ireland and Pam Anderson. I wasn't doing but it, it wasn't off the shoes they were wearing. Was it off Google? There wasn't Google back then, was there? No, there wasn't Google. It was um, God. I don't even know what it would. Have, maybe it was AOL. I'm on a. Oh, did, oh my God. that is this the worst is it right here. This is AOL online. <laughs> That is the worst sound in the whole world. No, it meant you were about to enter the greatest place in the world where you, the world was at your fingertips. <laughs> and you're sitting there going, oh, yeah, come on, I got to I gotta, gotta see if the chicks from Glenwood are on. And they had, like, did they have, like, those names, like, Hot Chick Truck Driver 39 at... AOL.com. You know what? You know what my like hot, their handles. Do you want to know what my hotmail? I'll bet it was something <laughs> stupid. Andy Andrew Johnson set up my first my my good buddy. Oh man, this is the remember that? Ooh. That was mean you're on. That was you AOL. Got pictures. Schmiergen. So yeah. So we uh, uh Andrew Johnson set it up and we had to <laughs> it, my uh email address was uh. I demand fifty nine. I demand fifty nine. I D A M A N five nine. That because I was number fifty nine, which is just an awful football number. That is who and name three people throughout history who've been good with the number fifty nine. I don't know. I'd have to Google it. Nobody. I'd have That's to. Who. I'd have to AOL it. <laughs> so, but yeah, it, it, and then oh my god, and then the little chat icon in the corner. It's like what the texting is nowadays with the dots. You know, where like, what, like, like someone's yeah. texting you back and like. They didn't have it back when I was single, but you would just, I, you know, I could imagine you just sit there like, oh, my God. Oh, what are they going to oh, say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, I've been there a lot. Oh, no. And then it goes blank, and nothing comes through. That's And you've stared worst. at it for five minutes. But anyway, but, yeah, back, I, we, we got on this subject, but everybody has those memories, great memories of your first computer. Our age, you know, obviously people older, they were, you know, computers were the size of a room. Um, and now kids, they, they got watches. You know, my, my my wife's got an Apple Watch. Like, I mean, the, it's ridiculous. The computer you guys ordered me is thin. Yeah. It's like an envelope. Absolutely. Like, it's not even... I don't even know. You know, it, it's, it's so crazy that there's so much technology in nothing, you know? Like nothing. Like, iPhones and... I read, I read something, like, the other day, like, the first spaceship that went up didn't have as much technology as an iPhone 4. Isn't that nuts? Is, you think that's true? There's no way. I don't There's know. There's no. I'm a uh, rodeo uh, clown, not an astronaut. A complete I, spaceship. Well, back in the '60s, I've a watched shuttle. There was a movie called Apollo 13. Really? What was it about? About uh, space don't explain it. Everybody listening knows what freaking Apollo 13. And is. I think it was based dumbass. on a true story. It, it was, was Jim Lovell. Jim Lovell. Um, no, it was Tom Hanks. Was it? <laughs> 
you dumb shit. Jim Lovell's the real astronaut. It's based around. I'm not an astronaut. Okay. We know that. I'm not. I'm not. That we know smart. that the public school system has failed me. No, not. Do not say the public school because there is a lot of smart kids like myself that went oh. out, that went to public school. Fairfield, Kansas failed you. No, Fairfield High School. It's not a town. It's a, oh, a high well, school. Whatever. In Reno County. Um, uh, and by the way, Steve Nokia, I'll call you. It's yeah. been a little crazy, but I'll call you. Steve Maybe coming to Kansas. I don't we, know. We, uh, Stephen Kenoki. Get your checkbook out, Stephen. Stephen <laughs> and uh, his wife just had a baby. Hey, congratulations. Caxton Kenoki. Con- congratulations. Welcome to the world. And um, let's get him a computer. Oops, sorry about that. Let's get let's get the baby a computer right now. Uh, you can do it. I mean, on on a side note, have you seen? Um, I'm sure you have. One of the best movies ever made, Out Cold. You remember that part when the dude's sitting in there in the chat room, and he thinks he's talking to a hot chick, and he's talking to Pigpen, and <laughs> he's got no pants on. Hey, Pigpen, you ever been in one of them lesbian chat rooms? Why are they good? I don't know. So I think back when you were hot dude 59 and you thought you were talking. I demand. I demand 59. When you thought you were talking to hot chicks from Glenwood, Iowa. Yeah. You were probably talking to 62-year-old dudes in Chicago. No, it was like there's like the Crouch Twins and Christina Ludwig, who I went to prom with. As a friend, of course, <laughs> it was a it was a pity date. <laughs> yeah, she couldn't find anybody. And Blair Wynnum, so hot. I don't know her. Yeah. Anyway, computers. Yeah, <laughs> computers. So, um, I actually have to uh, speaking. Of, you gave Stephen a shout out. Um, I have to. Um, so you know, a couple episodes ago, I was talking about my brother's. Uh, Oh the, yeah. The, my, tell tell what happened with your brother's friend. So uh, the speech, my speech. best man speech, and I was talking about yeah, like you know, the maid of honor, and you know she's giving her speech, and I'm like, man, I'm gonna bury this chick, you know. Anyway, and I, she's a very sweet gal, but um, so Ashley, <laughs> she uh, texted my brother like, whoa, what the hell, you know? She like, cause they're big fans. Her and her husband are big fans of the show, so. Once again, proven asshole Try to uh, ruin over it. here. Uh, so, but uh, hits her birthday, so we want to say uh, happy birthday, to Ashley. And happy birthday. you're awesome, and you get to receive a nice rump chat item, item, of whatever <laughs> we can find. Yes, and happy there's like three people out there that had orders out in November or December. For gear, and we're getting on top yeah, of that. Yeah, you know, like at Rump Chat, we don't like to get caught it's, up in something. Yeah, called but we're details. getting better. We're getting. It's yeah. just been. It's been insane. Uh, Ferg started a new company, Spitzy, which is it's just awesome. It's a, like a complete production uh, for your events, your rodeos, whatever. I mean, they'll do your promotions. They'll do. Um, uh, they can bring in staff. You know, they have connections with announcers, music director, sound signage, uh, signage, uh, everything. Uh, Dana from the PRCA uh, came over and is working with him um, with that, and she does a great job. So uh, he has been cra- plus the BFO. So he's got a lot of crap on his table. Um, you know, I'm in my forty first performance of the year, so um, it's it's a little 
it's a little crazy, you know. Yeah. But so we apologize for those, and and but we're gonna get a hold. We're gonna get some new merch and and get get on top of this shit. Yeah, we're because, gonna get on it. I've got on merch right now. Yeah, see, this is a bad thing. Is he sent he sent you the the stuff, and if anybody knows you, you are going to. Give now you now you will wear rump chat shit for it was like real screen video t-shirts. Yeah, Rick, Rick Lee. Lee gave you a box of them and you wore it for 6 years. He would not give me any more real screen video. Good. Good. So that kind of sucks. So um kind of need some I got this shirt on and oh, I got a rump handbone 2020 shirt on underneath and uh these uh new rump chat sweatshirts are soft and they come in a 3x. So <laughs> They're hot for all you big boys out there. Yeah, which we know they're out there because we're two of them. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we'll. Uh, you know what? Should we take it? I need another drink. Gold buckle beer time. Gold buckle. Gold buckle beer light coming out too. So. Oh yeah, and and, and uh, the they're coming out with a seltzer. Ah. Just for rump. Oh, happy I, day. I wonder if it's gonna call. Rump Skull Buckle Seltzer. I hope it's called Rump Claw. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> I don't know. We're going to go to a drink break. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Anyway, we'll be back. Rump Chat. Rockin'. Sad in the nineties. Light my candles in a daze because I found everybody. Headbang. Ah, oh, that's good. That is timeless. So back in Denver we were talking about this, and I watched this, and I don't think we ever talked about it again. I don't know, my memory's hazy, but I don't um, think we did. Holy shit, rump chat nation. I think it's on Prime Video, Amazon Prime Video. It's not on Netflix, which everybody in the world has Amazon Prime, and Prime Video comes with your subscription. Anywho, holy shit, you need to watch Soaked in Bleach. It is the documentary about the death of Kurt Cobain, and the private investigator hired by nasty-ass Courtney Love. She's not... Okay, I'm not going to start this. And holy shit, what he found out, she hires him, but what he finds against her, y'all will melt your mind. It's called Soaked in Bleach. And like the, the position of the gun, when the cops got there, like a shotgun, you know, he, he shot himself with a shot, quote unquote, shot himself. I mean, I, I honestly think he was murdered. I honestly I think that. I haven't watched it. It, it. it will 
It will amaze you. Have I ever given you one bad suggestion on Netflix? No, you haven't. Or exactly, watch this. You will go, holy shit. She had something to do with it. I'm telling you, there is so much evidence. Oh. And then the Seattle PD flubbed up a bunch of stuff, like soaked in bleach, y'all. Watch it. Melt your mind. And also, since we're on that subject real quick, Ozark Season 3. <laughs> that is a... <laughs> it's a terrible... No, it's a good it's show. A, it's, it's, a, a, it's horrible. Jason Bateman's in it, and he's the one of the main characters, obviously, and, and he's a producer on it, but... It's a dark, like, it's comedy, not but like, on a dark note and drama and suspense and it's just really good. Did you finish watching Cheer? Of course I did. <laughs> Rump and I watched Cheer. We talked about that. Yeah, though. Make and Matt. Cheer was a good one. Oh my god, it was like, can you believe this is insane? Two mid thirties males. In Denver, rodeo, and you're thinking, party, people all the time. Nope. Watching Our cheer. two dumbasses sitting in sweats in my trailer watching Cheer on Netflix. Yeah, it's, it's actually a pretty good show. Um, rodeo Clown and Rump Chat listener Matt Tarr, he only watched 20 minutes of it, and he refused to watch any more with his wife. And so, Matt Tarr, for you not watching... Cheer. Oh, no. See, no, no, I'm going to stop you. He's a closet cheer watcher. He's, he told you me know he, he did not did. like cheer. Yeah, he went back and watched it. Damn he you, just... Matt. And he's my friend. But I will say this on Rump Chat today. Damn you, Matt Tarr, for not watching cheer. It's a great show. It's educational. Oh, shut up. <laughs> it's stupid. It's not stupid. It's stupid, but there's a lot of... You've never made Matt, a lot so of... you don't get it. Like 19-year-old <laughs> girls and... In tight outfits, that's why you liked it. No, I liked it because I appreciate cheering. Okay. I do a cheerleading clown that's act. That's true. So that's true. Suck it. Anyway. So, um, yeah, it was uh, been a busy time. I was in San Angelo, did 13 great perfs there. You were in San Antonio. Yes. Um, how was how – was, it was your first year there. Now, um, for those of you who don't know – Rump worked that with the great legend Leon Coffee. Yes, um, and it's a, it was a hard thing, you know. Uh, we went through this at Sykeston. Yeah, you know, uh, Rick Young had been there for sixty three years, but Rick was tipping his hat. Yeah, um, and that's when what did that lady? So <laughs> tell that oh, story I've... real quick about the late year along the fence and the lady. Oh well, to to kind of set this up. And um, for 39 years, Leon has been at San Antonio. And, yeah. And Leon is uh, still wants to clown, but, you know, he he's getting about 70. So he's wanting to not do as much. And so he um, he called me, and, and we visited, and he said, hey, you know, I think I'm ready for some help. And, and uh, so I said, you know, I will not go to that rodeo unless you give me your blessing. And he said, I want you to come. So... I went there to help Leon, and um, people don't like change, especially in rodeo. You know, it, it's hard uh, for people to accept the new guy or whatever. And, and so, like, I got heckled a lot, not really as much at the rodeo. Uh, like the lady on the front row, she's like, we've been coming to this rodeo for 32 years, and, you know, 
we we don't want to see you. We want to see Leon Coffee. I'm like, well, I get it. Like Leon's a legend and whatever, but I took a beating on Facebook. Like, yeah, and that's what pisses me off. But, you you didn't make the decision. You didn't go, hey, you know what? I'm coming in. I'm coming into San Antonio. You were hired to do a job. Well, yeah, and, and I was going to help Leon. Like Leon chose me to come help him, and so that's one thing that was kind of hard. Like. I had so much good feedback. And let me tell you about the San Antonio uh, Stock Show and Rodeo. Those are the nicest people I have ever met. From the people, from the security guards at the gate where you park, to the people that sell hot dogs. I did not meet one person that was rude. The greatest bunch of people. And, and Leon was cool. And like, and it was really fun. And I got to work the barrel. We we fought a lot of bulls. Yeah, like, you did. We fought like 20 um 20 fighting bulls with uh, Cody Webster. You sold, sold the rodeo with the fighting bull for, yeah, for so, people who, who don't know. And, you know, Leon, yeah. he didn't want to get in the barrel, and I don't blame him. I mean, I don't want to get in the barrel. Like, getting in the barrel anymore kind of sucks. But um, I think a lot of time, especially with Facebook, people don't know um, what the clowning thing or whether it be the music or announcer. They want to say something bad about the new person yeah. to – validate the old one and so um i got this gal uh, betty hughes who's 75 because <laughs> i stalked her on facebook <laughs> and i <laughs> saved her messages um was not impressed with the clown this year he barely did anything and was not funny at all you can tell that was his first rodeo <laughs> bring back leon coffee <laughs> um to, to give us some more. These are great. Okay, here's another one. Keep reading bad comments about yourself. This is awesome. You know what, though? It, it I'm not even offended because there was 18,000 people a day for 23 performances, and I've got 15 people that were upset. Exactly. Um, There's nothing to worry about, so this is This is another one of my favorites. It's one thing when the crowd is upset, but my husband works behind the shoots. He said a lot of the bull riders were upset that Leon Coffey was not in the arena. Please bring back Leon. And I'm not talking bad on Leon. I love Leon. No, no, this has like, nothing to do with Leon. It's just these comments. So let's get this straight. So don't go jump into bullshit accusations, people, uh, which I know, Rum Chat Nation, you will not. But this is, this is just the comments that are said. Nothing against anybody except the people writing the comments are... Idiots. The new clown was fat and sweaty. <laughs> Sarah Casburn. I was running around the arena. I mean, actually, I can't really argue with that because. I mean, but what's funny is all the bull riders were there. Yeah. Were born uh, probably 19 years after Leon first went there. But the, So, just saying. The one gal that, that hated me the most, Betty Hughes, that said. The new clown is absolutely horrible. He is not funny at all. I would not even come to a rodeo to watch him. She's 75 years old, and she sent, she, she sent like, a lot of messages. She was bad. But, like, it What's just... Wasn't Betty Hughes? Betty Hughes. Well, go F yourself, Betty Hughes. <laughs> She's Betty. On behalf of me. I'm getting bullied. In all of Rump Chat Nation, we'd like to say, kiss it. I'm getting bullied by a 75-year-old... hair. She's a she you looks like old. she looks like a nice little grandma and she just hated me but like uh you know going into San Antonio I expected 
that there was going to be some people. Well, you have to. That you, were, it's a you, you know, but you. It's just how it. Sorry, it, I interrupted, but you have to. You're you're going in. There, I mean, Leon's again been there 39 years. Leon is a legend. I mean, he's Hall of Famer. So that's got to be tough. But somebody was there before Leon got there. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, Leon said that he went through that when he took over for Quell Dobbs. You know? And the same here at Houston. Yeah. and Same here at Houston. I he, think Leon doesn't even speak. Yeah. Uh, he here just dances with the, uh, the Chick-fil-A nope, cow. Nope, not even that. Really? We don't, we don't do that. Um, he signs autographs, and then he's in the barrel. But when, when they introduce him, the crowd cheers. You know what I mean? They, yeah. He's a staple. He's staple, yeah. But... So it was kind of hard for me because, like, I I really want to always do a good job. Like, but being a rodeo clown is so much harder, I feel like, today in today's society than it used to be. Because people just, they want to complain on Facebook. And not just for me, for anything. People just get online and talk shit nonstop. I, I got called out by a rodeo photographer William Kearse yeah. sent me a message that said, hey, I just wanted to let you know that it's my opinion that you were terrible at San Antonio. You didn't hardly talk. See, that pisses me off. And well, you the, know what, William Kearse? We don't... This is It's hard for me not to say the uh, F word right now yeah. because I get asked don't, up don't because it's my, it's, then you'll have it's to, my brother. And nobody gives a shit what a low... What, what, who gives a shit what a damn freaking William Kearse... Well, and thinks what, I think, I'm sorry, but why does he have to think that he needs to say send that to you? Have your opinion. That's fine. We all have our opinions. Yeah. But why does he need to send that to you in a message, a private message? That's bullshit. And, so we'll see him. I hope I see him at Santa Fe. Yeah. He, I'm going to MF this guy. Well, and the thing of it is also and uh, not that that'll really matter to him. Yeah. Again, I have my opinion. <laughs> but, you know, like people don't understand, like as a rodeo clown. At, at, at some of these big rodeos, we don't get to do what we'd normally do because we're under time constraints for concerts. Mm-hmm. And uh, not just that, but, like, there's also TV, like at Denver, and uh, the Cowboy Channel's got to do so much more. So, you know, like, I'm on an earpiece, so I can't cut loose and yeah. just go mm-hmm. wild. Like, if you come to... Uh, a Logandale or, or one of the like Spanish fork where we can just go and, and entertain. We, we don't get to do that everywhere. And people for some reason don't understand that, you know, just like the guy that was like, he just stood the corner. The new clown sucks. Well, I wasn't standing in the corner because I didn't care. Dude, you were doing what you were told. Yeah. So you, everybody there was doing what you were told. There was the, you know, um, there was, it was just uh, the way that they were yeah, wanting I mean, to do things. There's now. a lot of moving parts, but mm-hmm. in conclusion, San Antonio was amazing. Great people, great time. I loved every minute of it. And, you know, if I never get to go back, it was cool to go once. So tip of the hat to San Antonio Live – or no, San Antonio Stock Show and Rodeo. Yeah, I know. And it, it, I, I was almost there. With yeah. y'all, you know, um, I just, I made a bit, they, they offered me the job and I almost, you know, I was all but there, but, uh, you know, it was a business decision. San Angelo made me an offer I couldn't refuse. And yeah. so I, I turned it down, but 
it was hard. It, there's still a part, you know, you're like, man, I want to be there with my buddy. Yeah. Me and you together. And and uh, what we can do together is a lot of fun. Yeah. You know, because if those of you hadn't, that haven't heard Rump and I work together, you know, we, obviously on the show, we that's why it works, because we have a, the same personality. Because so, I know he's a dick, and I know how to handle him. <laughs> and I give you three fourths of your comedy in your ear. Yeah, you do. You, so a lot of good stuff. But. Anyway, but uh, yeah, so it was. I, you know, I'm not gonna lie. There was some part of like, man, I sure would. I never watched on the Cowboy Channel, but I was, I was like, man, oh boy, that'd be fun to be there. But um, you know, it was, uh, it, it was what it was. So, but I'm, I'm just proud of you, and don't listen to the Betty. Oh, I'm not worried about it. You know, the thing is, like, I just that's why I've talked about it before in Rope Chat. But I just hate, hate, hate Facebook because people, no matter what it is, like people just want to be upset and they want to complain on Facebook. And, you know, life is short. I, I went to a funeral last weekend. I The week after San Antonio, I went home and uh, one of the greatest, nicest, good people ever from the Osage Nation in around Punk City, Oklahoma, Henry Heinsinger died, and uh, he was 83 or 85, I believe. And uh, you know, that guy never had a bad day. He was just a good cowboy and a nice mm-hmm. guy, and liked roping and loved rodeos. And and um, his son Hank, Hank Heinsinger, is on the rodeo committee, and he roped. And Sadie uh, Heinsinger, who helped uh, at the BFO, that'd be his granddaughter. And you know, like life is short like so let's not spend time arguing exactly. on facebook or talking shit like everybody i i just wish I, that we I'm, could be more positive in in today's society instead of just trying to run down everybody or just like on the american when they're uh you know they're talking about oh well this sucks or that guy's stupid or he shouldn't be here or the horses didn't buck or the bulls didn't buck Dude, just it's awesome for rodeo, man. Let it go. Just enjoy it. You Let know? it go. So, I know. God, it's just hard sometimes. And so I, I'm not on Facebook, okay? I'm not. Now, I have a rump chat Facebook that someone else runs. But, you know, people see bad stuff and they screenshot it to you. Like, hey, did you see this about you? Oh, so, hey, yeah. awesome. Thanks. Going into that, um, stanky pink. Oh, who we've is got that a guy? we have a uh, a challenge for Rump Chat Nation, offering a reward of a badass Rump Chat podcast prize pack caps, hoodies, beer. t-shirts, gold buckle beer, um, gold buckle seltzer, anything gold you buckle want. Se- anything you want. If we can get somebody to rat out who this Stanky Pink is. Stanky Pink. Stanky Pink is this new, I, I don't know if y'all remember Lazy Johnny Jackson, who was a controversial fake uh, uh, Facebook platform yeah. that had some hilarious stuff. Some of the stuff went a little far. But Stanky Pink is having some absolutely hilarious stuff. He got me. Got me. He got you. Uh, but his stuff is kind of like, bad like it kind of it's almost yeah. borderline internet bullying like it's yeah he, it's not all funny. i laughed at mine it was actually a, a guy that i assume batted for the other team dancing with his ass 
yeah. shaking. You know, he had a towel across the front, thank God, and shaking his ass in the camera. And it says, uh, rare footage of Hambone Servi uh, getting ready. Uh, no, Hambone Servi's morning ritual. Yeah. Which I thought was actually really funny. But, um, you know, Hambone Servi, ha, ha, ha. That's he, another thing. <laughs> he blasted it's, me with a fat dude dancing with a skinny guy and said Justin Rumford and Lon Danley. That was really funny. Which that was I I'm that not really even funny. offended about it. You know. Um but it was like, you know, okay, hand bone survey, ha ha ha. You know, it's funny, you know, and that's another thing. People <laughs> cause I listen, I wouldn't be in the rodeo business without the survey family. Now the survey family runs their own business, right? I run my own business. Right. I'm in it for me and Whitney. And Gus. And Gus. Don't yeah, forget I Gus. forgot about Gus. Remember that little guy that... Uh, you know, and so... But it's just... I know. It's 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 somebody who knows the ins and outs. And uh, so, and you know, I, for stuff like that, to know that that would, you know, get under my skin. Um, it did, but it didn't. Well, and in, it's It's funny. In our line of work, though, like, that's a, the crazy thing about the entertainment business, but, like... You know, I, I, I found out we've got a lot of listeners that are, are oil-filled friends, right? Yeah. we got a lot of roughnecks out there. Sold and, some campers to some roughnecks. Love yeah. you guys. I love oil-filled people. Like, they're, man, Listen. i got a bunch of my friends. But, you know, like we were talking about that when I was back home. One of my friends, Ryan, that's uh, a pipeliner, you know, and uh, he's like, that would never happen at oil-filled. Like, nobody would get online and be like, man, Ryan sucks at his job. Like... But what's funny, listen, I mean, also, you know, uh, rodeo doesn't have the Colin Cowards and the, the, the uh, uh, Skip and Shannon, you know, these, these talk shows amongst the others on NFL Network or ESPN or Fox Sports or whatever that say, you know, that was an absolute terrible effort tonight yeah. by, I don't know, Trevor Brazil. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what's going on. What blah 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 blah. And I'm, oh, p- folks, I'm just making that up. He is here in Houston, but I'm just, I'm just saying. So no, yeah. he did not have a terrible effort. So I'm just using him as an example. But so it's, it's funny though, because if that does happen in rodeo, he is a uh, jerk. He's a bully and all that stuff. Where the major sports, football, oh. baseball, basketball, NFL, NBA, MLS or M- um, MLB. Sorry, um, you know, it's just part of it. But if that happens in rodeo, oh my God, can you believe what he said? What a jerk. Oh, well, can you imagine being like, and I, I had to put this in perspective the other day because Ashley was kind of talking me down and, and uh, trying to help me because I'm like, I cannot believe this old lady is just talking so much shit on me. And you know, it's because you got a big heart, Bear. I'm, I'm almost 40, but can you imagine being a 20 year old quarterback and losing in the national championship and have like 5,000 people? just talking shit and like you know all the sports people like can you believe yeah, he, a college kid talking i mean absolutely murdering I, you. I can't hardly stand the pressure of betty hughes who's 75 saying i was horrible and here you are uh, yeah, yeah that's that's a great point here you are a college football kid in, in a major conference we'll say you know a power five that has 70 to 100 thousand people in a stadium watching them and they throw an interception and you get booed yeah, and then you get hammered on social media. Oh, just relentless. But that's that's now, at least in the NFL you get paid to, to receive that. If if Drew Brees or Tom Brady have a bad game and people are hammered on them, 
Guess what? No, you know what? I don't care because I'm going to go bang Giselle and cash a $50 million check. Yeah, shit's still going to be okay at the end of the day. But, I mean, think about, like, if you work at Walmart or McDonald's, you're never going to have somebody be like, hey, I went to McDonald's today and Walter did a shitty job at making a Big Mac. And you have, like, 5,000 people comment on how shitty Walter's Big Macing making skills are, you know? Oh, uh, that's that's totally true. You suck, Walter. You suck. Anyway, but that's sports. Yeah. You know, and that's the rodeo, if if we want to... If we want to play with those big dogs. But I want to tell you this. Like, I've been really trying to work on being a better person and, like, you know. What, not stealing my shit? <laughs> I'm going to bring that shit back, I promise. But, like, I really want to try to be a better person, so I've been really thinking about it. And so at San Antonio the other day, I was pretty upset, you know, because I got some people that were writing bad stuff about me. Like, oh, this new guy, I don't know who he thinks he is, but he's no Leon Coffee and... I'm kind of feeling bad for myself, and I'm sitting in a lawn chair. Like You're not. There's a lot of differences between you and Leo. <laughs> yeah. I was pouting, okay? Uh, and I will openly admit it. I was pouting. And I'm like, man, this sucks. You know, I I hate this, that people are not happy and whatever. And, and then about that time, uh, the guy that comes up with the uh, sewer truck to hook the nozzle onto your shitter to suck it into the, the sewer truck, the shit truck guy pulls up and he's happy as can be like the happiest dude ever and he's got on like rubber gloves and rubber boots and he jumps out of this truck and is just like hey how's it going man hope you're having a good day and crawls underneath my slide out and hooks the shitter (laughs) tube to the bottom of my truck and then he goes to his truck and hits the switch and cleans it out it can always be worse and i'm like i'm you know i i love being a rodeo clown i love my job to death and I'm pouting. This this guy has to suck shit out of RVs all day, and he's happy as shit. I'm like, I need to check myself. Like, yep. quit pouting. Life is good. It's all in perspective. Who cares if somebody puts something bad about you? You know, it's like uh, like the old saying: you can be the biggest, juiciest, plumpest peach on the tree. There's just gonna be people out there that don't like peaches. Yep. So, thank you. Roger. In conclusion, eat. Shit. Actually, in conclusion, though, going back like to uh, uh, Stinky Pink, I have a message for you. I don't know who you are. I don't know what you want. But what I do have... Here it is. ...are a very particular set of skills. And I know people. Skills I have acquired over a very long career. Twelve skills years. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. I will look for you. I will look for you. Stinky I will Pink. find you. I will find you, Stinky. And I will kill you. Holy crap! (laughs) (laughs) That was intense. Oh, God. Everybody knows that's Liam Neeson on Taken. It's Taken. I think it's the Punisher. I'm not going to kill Stinky Pink. I can't kill Stinky Pink because Stinky Pink ain't real. Uh, God. But, you know, honestly, when you do get stuff like that, wouldn't it be nice if you could find people and where they live and show up at their house? will find you. I will find you, stanky. <laughs> okay, let's move on in rump chat fashion, which we make no sense on anything. I watched the trailer to the new Top Gun uh, movie, oh. Maverick. How was it? I haven't watched it yet. It is going to kick ass. I cannot wait. I'm going to give a full rump chat movie review of Top Gun 2, Maverick. It nice. looks uh amazing 
Oh my gosh. I think anybody. I have watched Top Gun 8 million times. When I used to hang out with my buddies in Ames, oh. Tarks and Sean Metz, Sean Nathan, his brother, sorry. God, we used to watch this like every Sunday after. Oh my God. Doesn't that just get your blood pumping? One of the best movies of all time. The smoke going across the top of the carrier. The F-16 fighter planes coming up out of the bottom. I like the part where he's doing all the hand signals. I like the part when he goes, how'd you do that? He goes, we were inverted. (laughs) They're talking about flipping the bird to that guy. Yeah. We gave him the international signal. And not to sound weird or anything, but like from the uh, from the trailer, Tom Cruise still looks pretty damn good. Like, yeah, I, absolutely. I know that sounds weird, but like he's aged well. Like, if you take me back, I think the original Top Gun came out '88, and I've changed a lot since '88. <laughs> okay, but Tom Cruise still looks pretty damn good. Tom Cruise looks really good. Scientology has been on his side. I'm tell you, <laughs> you know, Scientology. So I, he I got think, out of that. I think the plot of the deal is, he's an instructor. Yeah, he, he goes back the, to Top Gun. Remember the chick that was on the back of the motorcycle that he? Yeah, uh, she was not pretty. I'm sorry, I was not a fan of hers. Son, your ego is writing checks your body can't cash. You've been busted. You lost your qualifications as section leader three times, put in hack twice by me, with a history of high-speed passes over five air-controlled towers and one admiral's daughter. (laughs) (laughs) And you, asshole, you're lucky to be here. Thank you, sir. Well, it's not bullshit, Maverick. Your family name ain't the best in the Navy. You need to be doing it better and cleaner than the other guy. Now, what is it with you? Just want Love to serve this. my country. Be the best fighter pilot in Navy. And they're sir. all just like sweating, yeah. you know, like it's eight thousand degrees in that carrier. Maybe too good. It looks like it was I'd shot like to bust your butt, but I can't. <laughs> I got another problem here. Oh yeah, here we go. I gotta send somebody from this squadron to Miramar. I gotta do something here. I, I, I still can't believe it. Best Joker, turn in his wings. I gotta wings. give you your dream shot. I'm gonna send you up against the best. You two characters are going to Top Gun. For five weeks, you're going to fly against the best fighter pilots in the world. Oh, man. You were number two. Cougar was number Cougar, one. Cougar, that was Cougar lost it. it. Turned in his wings. Turned in his wings. You guys Cougar. are number one. Oh, man. Just get your blood but pumping. You remember one thing. You screw up just this much. This is the best. You'll be flying a cargo plane full of rubber dog shit out of Hong Kong. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say that to somebody. Oh, man. Gosh, just, just listen to that. just gets my blood pumping. You know? One of my other favorite lines is, Come on, Goose, you old stud. Take me to bed or lose me forever. I tell that to Wit all the time. And she's like, You don't even have I? a motorcycle. I, I literally have a motorcycle. Who was covering Cougar while you were showboating with this mig? Damn it, Iceman. Cougar was doing just fine. Uh-huh. Okay, man, let's turn and burn. <laughs> the turn and burn. Right. Sorry. I, I, I'm going to hit the brakes. He's going to go right by. No, no. Below the hard deck does not count. Hard deck my ass. We nailed that son of a bitch. <laughs> you guys really are cowboys. What's your problem, Kazansky? What's your problem, Kazansky? <laughs> You're everyone's problem. 
This is the. That's because every time you go up in the air, you're unsafe. This is the bullfighter like locker room. Because you're dangerous. That's right. Nice, man. I am dangerous. Ice, man. I want somebody's butt. I want it. That's Nathan Justice and Tuck talking to each other. Damn it! Hex twice. I don't know if I could ever fly an airplane, but if I ever could, I'd fly it right by the tower so somebody would spill their coffee. I, we did that one time. Actually, down here in Houston, I had a buddy. You flew an airplane? No, it was a two-seater. I don't know. This was a pup plane. <laughs> and I got the call into the tower. This <laughs> is uh, whatever it's a Maverick requesting flyby, and the guy fired right back. Negative Ghost Rider, the pattern is full, and we're like, <laughs> You're going like 68 mile an hour. <laughs> and had like a flipping a, people and off. Had like a 10 horsepower Briggs and Stratton engine. Yeah. Uh, God, I love it. Anyway, so. So, but what I was saying in the movie Maverick, he goes back to teach, and the hot Miramar. chick who was on the motorcycle, who is now a lesbian, and she does not look the same way she did, which can't. which is cool. I'm not against lesbians, but she she <sighs> has changed a lot. She wasn't pretty back then. I I disagree. She no. was pretty hot. Okay, we're getting, we need to do a poll. You didn't Tomorrow, think she was hot when when no, not at you all. You are when she's on the back of the motorcycle and he's driving like the jet's taking off and she's on the back. She's not hot. No. You are just stupid. No, not one bit. Google a picture of her right now. No way. I I I I will. I will Google a picture. But she was not there. Okay, are you telling me you think that she was the best actress back then? That the hottest actress they could actually. No, I've thought I've thought about this and I've. I've yeah. I've thought about it. Actually, I think Meg Ryan should have been Tom Cruise's wife. Instead of Gooses. Meg Ryan back then. Schmiergen. Yeah, Meg Ryan is still hot, but Meg Ryan would have been a way better wife for Tom Cruise. What about Demi Moore? Oh, damn. That, yeah, I mean, uh, Demi Moore's not hotter than Meg Ryan, though. Like, Yes, she is. Nah. Have you seen striptease? Uh, no. Really? <laughs> you not, haven't? Not today. Hey, <laughs> Holy cow. Come on, Goose. Gosh dang. That just... I can't wait. I wish Take we me could... Take me back. me forever. I wish says. we could rent a... Um, a cinema and just have a Rump Chat Maverick watch party. We can. You can rent. We can do it at Weatherford. We can rent the oh. Film Alley. God, yeah, because they serve beer there. Watch, and food. Watch Top Gun 2. Then we all go out to the parking lot and just beat the shit out of each other. <laughs> I mean, why, just... Why do you want to do that? Remember that one scene in Top Gun where, like, Tom Cruise is in his whitey tighties and, like, he's all bummed because Goose got killed? He's in the locker room. Yeah. And he's sad because his best friend just died. He's just standing there in the whitey because tighties. Because flying. Or the, uh, the part where they're all playing volleyball. That, that looked like me <laughs> in Cabo San Lucas last week. It, oh, that sister-in-law, no. Sadie... Congrats, Sadie and Jake. By the oh, way, yeah, but yeah uh, they got married. Uh, the king yeah, that, string. Yeah, that that looked like me. But we didn't play in the sand. We played in the pool. Did you get all sweaty and have your dog tags no, cause, on? No, because we were in the pool and Wit wouldn't get in the pool because she says everybody pees and I was like, "Aren't you supposed to?" Oh no! 
If I ever get a swimming pool, I know the sign I'm going to get. <laughs> Are you ready for this? I never got out of that pool for six hours. Dude, no one. <laughs> damn people right I don't peed. pee in the pool, but if they did, I'm going to uh, have to. Yeah, they do. Um, I worked as a pool boy, okay, for Cruise Pool and Spas of Ponca City, Oklahoma, with Justin Bigford. Now, this is the number one sign I saw at every <laughs> swim pool. Welcome to our ool. Notice there's no P in it. Let's keep it that way. Get it? Welcome to our ool. Yeah, but there was like... You, have you peed in a pool? Oh, my... I did there. Oh I just told you God, I peed why? a lot. You don't pee in pools? Big boy, it's a chlorine. Kill oh it. Oh, my God. I'm never swimming with you ever again. <laughs> I've never peed if in a pool. If you haven't peed in the pool, that you're a liar. I haven't. Liar. I haven't. I respect people enough. How do we go from Top Gun to peeing in pools? I don't know, but... <laughs> That's what your problem is, Kazansky, Hilton. You pee in pools. I'm All over right. here trying Speaking to do the breaststroke. I need to pee. You're dangerous in the pool. All right. We'll be back on the highway to the rump zone. This will get you going. Crank this up. Hello, Kitty Loggins. <laughs> you shake my nerves and you rattle my brain. Too much of love drives a man insane. You broke my wheel. Come on, Goose, you big stud. I'm coming, honey. He's wearing a cowboy hat in that scene. Goodness gracious. That Jerry Lee Lewis. Yep. The killer. Is awesome. Uh, good stuff. What was that song? You never close your eyes yeah. anymore. So when he would say, he would say, um, uh-oh, come on, Mav. She's lost that loving feeling. No, she hasn't. Yes, she has. <laughs> yeah. No, she you hasn't. You never close your eyes anymore when I kiss your lips. And then all the other guys like turn around and start saying, there's no tenderness like before in your fingertips. We should do that at a rodeo. You're that trying would, oh hard my God. not to show it, Whitney. <laughs> you can That's do that. a new sing-along. And and if any other music directors steal that, you're... You suck. So, um, you know what? I'm going to edit that out. Yeah. If any other music director wants to steal that, then the everybody dog. on this knows that it came first on Rump Chat, and Hambone's going to do it, so you will look down upon. Don't. Yes. Hashtag measuring Trying stick. Trying not to show it. Everybody, baby. <laughs> oh, goodness. So that's coming out in the spring. Spring is coming up. Um, it's it's March. I think, like, spring starts March 18th. So it's, it's almost time. The hashtag summer run is right around the corner. It is. Right now we're in hashtag winter building run that's it the righteous brothers you know the, everybody 
Do you think people will sing this? There's no tenderness like before. You think people will sing oh, this? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You're trying, trying hard. You know the other iconic song? Baby. <laughs> but baby. Baby, I love it. You've lost that love. No, she hasn't. It's a terrible recording of this. The other iconic song for that was when he was talking to the hot sh- uh, the hot chick Kelly, and he's like, "Not hot chick." Well, she, she was. She's hot, and he uh, talking about the song "Dock of the Bay," and he's like, "I used to play this. My grandma would just sit and listen to it, and I'd just play it over and over and over." And and um, remember that part? Remember that when he's like sitting on the dock of the bay? Wait. You don't remember that? It was on Top yeah. Gun. Maybe we need to have a Top Gun night so you could get freshened up. I, I would love to watch that. I have not watched it in years. My mom still has it on VHS. There it is. Don't you remember this part? Is it when they're at her house and they're yeah. on the back porch? Yeah, I remember. Sitting in the morning. Great song. Otis Redding. You know, uh... This is kind of this is not a uh, Justin Rumford fact. This song wasn't a hit till after he died. Really? Isn't that crazy? That, went, no, that that happens more than you think. It went to number one after he passed away. Iconic. See the it's those songs, man. Music, and we all know Rump Chat revolves a lot around music uh, for obvious reasons, but. Anyway, spring's coming up. Uh, wedding season. Wedding season. Um, so we, we talked a little bit. You know, um, our good, awesome fan, Ashley. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Uh, so uh, we, we were talking about wedding speeches, and <laughs> we talked uh, when we were getting another gold buckle uh, beer, that is. Um, Not seltzer yet. Yeah. So... You were talking about some of the speech. I want to hear some of these stories. Um, some of the so, speeches you've been in. We've all heard the bad speech. I've been a best man in Cody McGee's wedding. Um, that might be the only one. Oh, K.W. McCurry. K.W. Yeah, you, you've been. I've been in the, you, a, you've lot been a lot of weddings. weddings. You yeah. stood up. You you were you stood up with me at at, at my wedding. Yeah, I'm sorry for uh, the tears. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, Drew Drew Melvin. Yeah, you stood up with oh, him. Oh, that was a fun one. Yep. Uh, Tyler Garten. I was in his wedding. Yeah. Um, so I feel like that rodeo people weddings are always a little bit wilder. Oh, you think? Because you get all the like people hmm. together that like to party anyway, and there's not a perf that night, so you don't have to like worry about controlling yourself. But um, KW is a good friend of mine, and if anybody has ever met KW McCurry, he's pretty funny. And he would he worked for Benny for a year, like as a truck driver. So <laughs> I was in his first wedding. Isn't that kind of the norm? Just a year. Yeah, that's pretty much <laughs> that's pretty much a career. Um, so K Dub, uh, his first wedding was in Kingman, Kansas, and um, the maid of honor—I'm not going to say any names—but she was like that girl who dreamed of being a maid of honor, and the professional maid of honor. Absolutely nobody really knew who I was on the bride side, 
they didn't know that I am not afraid to talk in front of people. So like, <laughs> it was a it was a cool wedding, and and uh, but we went to to go to the re uh, the reception, and the she wanted to do like this uh this dance, you know, like some people dance their way into the reception when they introduced oh i know i've done it too she's like okay let's put our arms around each other we'll go left right left right and then we'll both like throw our hands in the air and i'm like what (laughs) you know so we go i hate that sorry i was just having some thoughts of few weddings i've been in i hate that we go in there and um we sit at the table we're eating it's lovely and and so um it's time for the uh best man and the uh maid of honor speeches and so they hand her the mic and she like just can't do it so they take her to this back room and then this guy's like because she's emotional or what she's emotional and she's scared to talk in front of people oh there you go okay so they're like hey will you come back here i'm like sure what's up and so we go back there and i don't know if it was like a uh her dad or some guy he's like hey um can you go first she's you know are you scared to talk on the mic? I'm like, <laughs> you have no idea. Kate Up's like, don't say anything stupid because Kate Up talks like this all the time. <laughs> and I'm like, all right. So, <laughs> so I go out there and, and uh, I give a really nice speech because I, Kate Up's a great, great guy and I love him and known him since he's a kid. And, uh, it goes pretty good. So then she gets the mic and she goes into bridesmaid meltdown. Like, I just want to say how much I've always loved this girl. Kate up. You better take care of her. Cause she's an angel. And just cried her ass off. <laughs> I'm you all right, bear. Sorry, just having a heart attack, Bob. I'm just having a heart attack over here. So she she cried her eyes out. I'm like, and Kate Ebb's like, don't say anything. And uh, I didn't. And um, and that was three months of wedded bliss for Kate Ebb. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah, yeah. They, it only lasted three months. No, he got the first one out of the way, and his new wife is great, and they got beautiful kids. And congratulations. Uh, um, but he was at after the wedding's over, we all go to the bar. <laughs> And um, he shows up at the bar. And she's banging another dude. <laughs> no, she wasn't there. She didn't go to the bar. So, Oh, nice. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, that was uh, definitely one of the... But, you know, in the spring, like, I, I feel like with all these weddings coming up, people tried to, like, reinvent the best man or maid of honor speech. I feel like if we could give any advice from Rump Chat, keep it simple. Let's... Like, don't okay. try to... Now, your speech with Andy that you've told us about was amazing, okay? Yeah. But I feel like people try to go over the top yeah. wedding-wise and, like, well, you know, I, I've, known, I've known Jason since since we were in kindergarten, and I'll never forget when we were in fifth grade and we were playing flag football, and I, I fell down, and, and he helped me up. You know, like, you want it to be good, as far as the speech goes, but you don't want it to be like too much. Yeah. Does that make sense? So let's do this right now. <clears throat> I'm going to throw you a curveball as you slam that ice cold oh, beverage. Delicious. Uh, say we're Whit, Whit and I just got married. Okay. Right. You're my best man. Oh God. 
give me a speech right now. Ladies no. and gentlemen, you know, standing up here today, I'm looking love in the eye. What is love? What is this longing in our heart for togetherness? Is it not the sweetest flower? Does not this flower have the fine, fine aroma of sweet, sweet diamonds? Does not the wind love the dirt? Is not love not unlike the unlikely not it is unliking to? Are you with somebody tonight? Don't hold back your love. Pull out of everything you got and do it in the butt. By Leon Phelps. <laughs> I, I totally stole that off the ladies, man, from Saturday Night Live. You remember the ladies, man? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, that's correct. Uh, pizza, pizza. <laughs> uh, it says right here on your list of hobbies, uh, debit. Oh, uh, no, that's the butt. And I also <laughs> like tennis. <laughs> like, you know, I, I feel like if I ever got to do another um, best man speech, which I don't really know uh. if I'm ever going to get to be another best man because my brother's almost 30 and he's still not married, so that's not looking too promising. And <laughs> Most of my other friends are married, so like, I've, I may be on my own, but if I ever do, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start off with something serious and end up with um, something totally stupid. Like, the like t- Leon Phelps? Yeah. The, uh, yeah, ladies, man, I'm confused. Yeah, that sounds good. Uh, if you want to meet someone, what I would do is go to a, uh, a bus stop or a bowling alley and not wear underpants. Yeah. What's happening? You got the latest man, <laughs> Leon the, Phelps here. How the hell do you have And I'm looking at a half-empty bottle of Cavatier, which means that we are just about out of time. But before I go, I'd like to leave you with just uh, one more thought. <laughs> this is a little something that I wrote. And I read... What is love? (laughs) What is this longing in our hearts for togetherness? Is it not the sweetest flower? Does not this flower of love have the fragrant aroma of fine, fine diamonds? I was pretty close. You're really good. Does not the wind love the dirt? Is not love not unlike the unlikely not it is unlikened to? (laughs) Are you with someone tonight? Do not question your love. Take your lover by the hand. Release the power within yourself. You heard me, release the power. Tame the wild cosmos with a whisper. Conquer heaven with one intimate caress. That's right, don't be shy. Whip out everything you got and do it in the butt. (laughs) By Leon Phelps. (laughs) Uh, You know what? (laughs) And, and, uh... I wish I would have known about this because I just should have had Jake King give that for a speech. That's another movie for the Rump Chat listeners. Everybody this week watched The Ladies' Man and Top Gun. And uh, and he's talking to... Uh, uh, oh, she was on Fresh Prince of Bel-Air on that, on that movie. Um, oh, yeah. And she, was, she was the older sister. Hillary. Hillary. Mm, so hot. Anyway, yeah. So it's it the, the love is in there. Actually, hey, and I want to throw this out there. Uh, <clears throat> we kind of we've had a side business a couple of years now. Your wedding venue. Yeah. Uh, so what night? It's called Hilltop. Uh, you haven't paid us to talk about this, so no, no, no. <laughs> pretty sure I've earned it. Uh, so uh, yeah, you know, hit us up on Insta. Yeah, 
It it is a very beautiful place. Oh, it's gorgeous. Uh, Anthony Lucia got married out there. Four hundred fifty people, which is too much. We're not going to do that again. Which he said there'd be two fifty. Four fifty yeah. showed up. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so uh, great wedding stories. Yeah, it's uh, wedding season. We so all have. Uh, if you go to a wedding this season, just a couple of things. If you have to give the speech, don't put too much into it. Don't get too drunk before. Yeah, I think you can get drunk. Write as you it down. Want. Write it down because I've gotten on the mic a lot and sounded like a dumbass because you don't write anything down, you know, and you ramble. I think but that morning I wrote of my brother's wedding. I actually sat down. I called you. Um, you didn't help me at all, but yeah, I did. Yeah, you did a little bit. The but the, the best parts were on me. The best, and I'm not <laughs> gonna. Say, he's a rump chat listener, so I'm not gonna say names. But I was at a wedding in Woodward, Oklahoma. And the uh, the maid of honor, she was being the ultimate fun not haver. She was like trying to keep all the groomsmen in line. And so before the wedding started, we uh, they took all our booze away. But Jordan, I hate that. I hate ooh. Jordan Holland. If you know Jordan Holland, he's always got a fifth of whiskey stashed somewhere on his no body. way. Yeah, no so, way. So we're out back, and this this guy, this older guy, he comes up, and he's like, hey, how's it going? You got a shot of that whiskey? And we're like, we sure do. And uh, he's like, well, how's it going? And Jordan says, man, that that maid of honor is a real rotten bitch. And uh, the, the guy goes, yeah, I know. That's my daughter. We're like, oh, oh no. He's like, it's no big deal. <laughs> and then that same wedding. Um, Boots is mom or mate, <laughs> the mom of the <laughs> all. Anyhow, she was up in the like the alley of the the motel rooms, and um, for all the guys that weren't like uh, married, she was like sorting like in and buys, sorting all the girls in the one room and all the guys in the other. Like had a rattle paddle and just lining people out. <laughs> so no. So- that's not anybody's wedding that we know. Do so. you uh, remember Chase's wedding? Chase Servey's wedding? Yeah, when Aunt Renee, uh, she threatened to hit me in the head with a bowling pin. or A, a rolling pin. <laughs> so we, uh, the night before, uh, the rehearsal, what I mean, little it was, and uh, dinner was at the uh, AQHA Hall of Fame in, in Amarillo, Texas. And it's just Chase and Carly Servey's wedding. And Carly's and, awesome. Oh, super Love awesome. Her. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we're in it, and it just was in the back room. We kind of walked through it, you know, no big deal. You know, the, the she was related to the, to the the preacher who's married him. It was all good. But we get the next night, and we ride in with Will Hobbs and Dirt Stinnett, who's in his band in this, like, 19... 19- 84 Prevost tour bus tour bus that was just I mean Motley Crue esque oh. it was awesome but just like bit had just been through trashed. the ringer so we all just like instead of we were gonna get Ubers right you know and uh, so we're like ah screw it can we you know we asked Dirt let's get like, boys get on this guy Dirt Stinnett ran the production sound and everything for Billy Bob's for like 20 years so. He is he has seen a lot of stuff. Old He's roadie. seen like people bands do lines of cocaine off a bus tire. So like 
Dirt's awesome. It's he's got some. We ought to have him on sometime. That would be so good. So anyway, uh, he we get there, and of course we've got a you know a small little cooler of beers, and um, we're walking in the back of the venue. I had a half gallon of uh, Crown Royal Apple. Yeah. Well, anyway. Yeah. So and here comes <laughs> Aunt, Aunt Renee. Renee, and she stops us. No. That right there. That's what I'm talking about. And we're like, okay. And she goes, what I witnessed last night was the most disrespectful showing I have ever seen in my life. And if that happens tonight, I will not be afraid to hit you upside the head with a rolling pin. I have it. And I'm, we're thinking, okay. The funny thing is, J.D. Feller goes, what's a rolling pin? <laughs> no, I, he's never baked a cake, so he didn't know. So we're thinking, I, I'm thinking, okay, the bridesmaids have put this lady. We don't, we have no clue who she is. You know, obviously Chase does. But we, we're, I'm like going, ah, okay, where are they at with the camera? Yeah. Oh, no. Dead serious. And then when you said, listen here, ma'am. I'm a grown man. You don't have to talk down to me, us like that. Well, I wasn't, even, ha- I wasn't even stupid yet. And no, we we haven't even began to really drink. We had a few beers on. The, I mean, it was a 15 minute ride. Yeah. It wasn't like we were hammered. So, and obviously, we have more respect for Chase and Carly that yeah. we're not going to do that. No, for sure. But um, and then when you said that, it just tripped a trigger in me. And then you tried to fight a 70 year old woman. <laughs> Didn't you? I said, listen here, lady. Don't you ever talk to us like that. We don't give a shit what you say. We've traveled a lot of miles to be here, and we love these two, and we're not going to piss on their wedding or something like that along that line. And we're in production, so we know how to have some drinks and still get the show going. Exactly. We're not going to mess your wedding up. And I so. said, and we don't, <laughs> my hand like, we don't get, we don't need your shit either. And I said, let's go, guys. <laughs> But he just followed me. Actually, in. you didn't say that. You said, come on, gang. Oh. You said like like <laughs> we're on freaking Scooby-Doo. But you know what we should do as a fundraiser? If you'd like to have me and Hambone in your wedding, for $500, we'll come be in your wedding, but we get to donate that $500 to the Justin Boots Sports Medicine uh, Cowboy Relief Fund. <laughs> how, how funny it would be just random people, and then we're standing up in their wedding. That would be awesome. I would love that. I would love that. Let's do it. Yeah. So for five hundred dollars plus expenses and booze, you get and motel rooms, you get me and hotel <laughs> rooms and uh, airfare and accommodation. so it's going to cost probably at the end of the day about nine thousand dollars. But we will donate five hundred dollars to the Justin Boots Cowboy Crisis Fund if you have me and Hambone. <laughs> we'll do it. We're Uncle Ned's kids. We'll come give your wedding speech. Oh, remember on uh, Wedding Crashers when they say that? Oh, those are Uncle Ned's kids. Yeah. <laughs> Never thought we, but we lost so many good men. Playing for the Yankees? Well, yeah, to hostile trades. and. <laughs> mm, no. Oh, I don't know that one that it's well. It's spring. Well, it is spring, but we are in the middle of the hashtag winter run. And we've got some exciting people coming on. So I'm just telling you, y'all. Um, next episode, um, Bobby T. The, the Bob Tallman. Bob Tallman. 
It, this might be a two-part episode. Or maybe three. I, mean, I don't know, but we are really excited. We finally pinned the guy down. He is as hard as Trump to get a hold of. <laughs> um, you know, um, I think we're going to have Ben Jammin on, Benji Bindley, yeah. who pretty much created, you know, there was always sound and music, but he took it to the level it's at today. And it's a really cool story of how he first... Uh, went to the NFR and, and mixed it mixed, you know, with, with Sean Davis on a, on a phone call, kind of cool, just some cool stories like that. Anyway, I'm going to send you out. Don't ever forget. And don't ever be too young to fall in love. Yes. Rump chat. Tune in. All right. We'll see you soon. Love y'all. Peace.